your girl Ash. And it's your boy, Imperator Rose. And it's that dude called Theory. And this right here is Stop the Foolishness. Where each week, this trio of primos will give you our take on some of the most foolish shit that's happened around the country from this past week. From politics to pop culture, nothing's off limits in this war room. Yo, it's show ain't. So if you're trying to figure out how this country got to this point, become kicking with us each week as we do our best to try and stop the foolishness. Yo, welcome back to Stop the Foolishness. This is episode 87, baby. So much closer. So much closer. Oh, man. That's crazy. We're 13 episodes away. Yeah. Yeah, 12, 13. It feels so so weird coming in with that, like, rolling the intro. You know what I'm saying? I know, right? <laughs> it felt kind of off. <laughs> I, I was about to like caught me off guard a little bit because I knew what you said, but you then when you did it, it was like, mm. you know, <laughs> it's like, it's like, hey, feel, welcome back. Like, whoa, wait a I feel, minute. Like, I feel like I kind of need that shit to like end myself I up do, for like the, the pie. You know what I'm saying? Jamming, jamming. You know, talking at the beginning of it, and then we get into it. Yeah, so you I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it I felt, ready. It felt off. <laughs> Fell off. It didn't feel. It, like it, was, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel quite the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to work on that. You have to figure out a better way to do this shit. <laughs> anyway, y'all, welcome back to Stop the Foolishness, where every week we bring to you the most foolish stories in the past week, and like with every week, this week did not disappoint. Uh, with that being said, uh, shout out to wasn't that Kenya? We got a listen letter this week, y'all. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Finally, finally, finally. Good you know what I'm saying? Out. Yeah, you know, every now and then, you know, Kenya, I'm pretty sure it's fake, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, with that being said, though, we do appreciate it. Uh, you never know what topics is going to like bring somebody in to say some shit about it, right? Cause you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like. If you read the letter, feel like we kind of struck a nerve. I like, mean, that's just stupid. Like, it's all like, hold on now. <laughs> hold on now. Hold on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait a minute. It ain't that stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. But before we get to all that, let's get into these life's updates. Uh, sis, you got anything going on this week? Are you still on uh, night duty? Uh, yes, but, uh, but okay. I will say this. So come. Uh, I'm officially off this Friday and do not go back to work until the 10th. I will be on the highway at 6 a.m. Thursday. I'm going to visit my mom. Okay. I was just going to go oh, for nice. Mother's Day weekend, but you know, with the death and family and stuff, I was, you know, I spend the week with her. Yeah. You know, I need a time away from work and I know she really needed it. The funeral was yesterday. She didn't go. She, she couldn't do it. Oh, she man. just, yeah. yeah, she, she said she couldn't do it. Uh, she cried all day. So, you know, I comforted her and stuff, but she couldn't do it. She's like, I can't see him that way. Funerals so are hard, we man. got, it's hard. Yeah. yeah so, um, I'll be going to see her. Uh, let's see. We're going to spend a couple days at the casino wind star. Okay. All right. So, you okay. Know, Nothing better than losing maybe, your money. Maybe, maybe, maybe I hit a little something. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. If you, need, if you need any gambling advice, I got you. Oh, Nigga, no. Call you. No, you're the last person I'm going to call. <laughs> Nigga, hell no. <laughs> you know, hell to the no. My mom is actually pretty good at this stuff. She be hitting. You know, she be hitting her little money. It's like $500 here, 1000 here, whatever, whatever. So, you know, she be peeping the game. I'll follow her, but it's just to go know. for fun. 
Get her out the house. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I do not gamble, nigga. <laughs> I forgot to play the lottery yesterday. The hell was at 400 million. I forgot. That's how much I don't gamble, nigga. <laughs> so, um, I'm praying nobody won. <laughs> okay. But, now, I, uh, but the way I see it, I'm going to be out a week. Mm-hmm. So if the bitch ain't burned down by the time I came back, then on the tenth I'm officially starting back on my <laughs> she shit. Said, Fuck it. <laughs> this motherfucker he burned to the ground. That's it. I'm off this motherfucker, nigga. I'm off. Okay. No, sometimes you just gotta let niggas you gotta let niggas fly, bro. You just gotta like jump in the pool. You know, saying if you can okay. kick, you can swim, my nigga. You know what that I'm part. saying, Grandpa? Hey, if you can kick, you can swim. <laughs> we really exactly, need to get a shirt, exactly. made. Really bro. We gotta get, get shirt, bro. We gotta trademark that shit, bro. <laughs> like that, that shit is like, a life lesson. If you can. Kick, A-S-A-P. You can swim, nigga. Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> Dead ass. Oh shit. All right, cuz. How is uh Idaho treating you, man? Oh man, Idaho, man. I I ain't gonna lie, man. Like this is one of the best decisions. You know, okay. obviously I was I was like apprehensive at first. Yeah. And yeah. then y'all know I had the other job opportunity to come to El Paso. And for a split second I was like, oh man, it's Texas, it's a little bit better, stuff like that, but Honestly, man, like from my research doing, and I mean, this is no disrespect to anybody who probably listens, who's out in El Paso. Um, but I heard it's really rough out there Damn. and it was, yeah. And, and it was a uh, funny because, um, like anybody that I would tell like, Oh yeah, I have a job between El Paso, Boise. Everybody's like, go to Boise, go to Boise, go to Boise. <laughs> He's like, they're in El Paso. <laughs> and these are coming. And, these are, and, and I mean, this is coming from like friends that I have, like my boss is Mexican. My assistant manager is Mexican and they have family there or they know people there and they're just yeah. like, don't go there. And it was Damn. funny because, um, I went out to lunch with my, uh, with my boss, my boss took me out to lunch and we were just talking and I was like, yeah, I had another job opportunity, but I, you know, decided to come here to Boise and he was like oh what was the other one and I was like oh El Paso for a Fox station with, with, with the same company and he was all like oh he was and he like named the person or whatever and stuff oh, um, he was like the head of the station and he was like yeah he's a great guy but he was like good thing you came here and I was like oh really and he was like and I was like why and he was all like yeah I had a cousin that moved out there and he got murdered and I was just like oh. dang dang okay. <laughs> whoa <laughs> one time for my nigga's cousin dog guy yeah. Damn, dog. Yeah. Like, I want to make that shit. I was like, mugged, yeah. robbed. Nigga said, murdered. Oh, murdered. Damn. Okay. All right. Straight, yeah, straight murdered. And then, shit. and then I talked to, uh, what's name before I left, a guy that I was working at the radio station with, you know, we we're saying our goodbyes and stuff. And I told him, you know, the same story. I was like, yeah, you know, El Paso or Boise, blah, blah, blah. He was like, man, good thing you chose, um, you know, San Boise. And I was like, why? And he was all like, yeah, man, I had a, a friend that had moved out there. And within like three weeks of him being out there, he had got pistol whipped out side of a Walmart. I was like, what? Oh my goodness. Niggas, niggas, niggas. It's a third world country out there in El Paso, my nigga. El El Paso's rough, nigga. Rough. I was like, fuck it, bring on it. Fuck it, I'm going where the white folks at. For real. Yeah, no man, he's he, he, these niggas crazy. You bought those crazy nigga. I'm going out here, going out here with the white folks. So, so, okay. man, so all in all, man, um, uh, man, everything's been great, man. My first week was great. I actually, um, I actually, uh, uh, um, produced. I, I mean, I, I was obviously shadowed and overlooked, but I wrote and produced my first package that oh. got put on live air. Um, so, one for cut. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, so I did um two of those. I did one on uh because you know we can pick our own content or whatever and stuff. So Friday was Earth Day, and out here in Boise there was a beer festival that I found out about. So I was like, oh yeah, we definitely talking about that. Gotcha. So we put the beer festival on there. Yeah, and then I did one on um because because we needed like a political story. So um I put I, I did one on Donald Trump Jr. because he's um gonna be going in front of the committee or whatever to answer questions about text messages and stuff. So yeah, so um I did that package and put the video together and then you know wrote um the the script and everything like that for the anchor so yeah man everything is uh, honestly man great um my boss ryan i was talking with him and he's like i'm all about you know um making sure everybody wants to re- you know what i'm saying is, is reaching their goals and stuff and he was like what are your ultimate goals where do you see yourself in like the next couple of years or you know where do you want to be and then i was like honestly man i would love to be in front of the camera that would be like the next goal of mine and he was like oh really and i was like yeah and he was like okay he was like yeah we can start slowly making it happen and i was just like oh i was like really and he was like yeah oh yeah of course he was like yeah we can start putting you in like little stuff or whatever and i was like wow that would be amazing that would be lit. And yeah, and then uh, this might not mean nothing to Ashley, uh, Ash, but um, uh, what's the Emperor Jose probably knows. Uh, well, I don't, probably he, he does know this person. Um, so my boss came to me on Friday and he said, um, he's like, hey, would you like to do a sports interview next week? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. And he was like, OK, he's like, you're going to be interviewing um, Carson Palmer, uh, former NFL. Oh, quarterback. sick. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. so, yeah. So I will be uh, interviewing Carson Palmer. Um, he's played for the NFL. He uh, won the Heisman Award in college yeah. um he played for usc um in college and um yeah That's so crazy pretty big deal he played he played 15 years in the nfl so you know what i'm saying yeah. a pretty big deal for me so okay i was like man i went from i went from um interviewing you know indie wrestlers with no name to interviewing a freaking nfl player so <laughs> okay man why don't jump one more time for cuz you know what i'm saying making his dreams happen yo the interview yeah. cost Obama ain't no little shit though you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know yeah. you're talking about somebody that was a top five quarterback at one point exactly so i mean exactly. like that ain't no small feat okay yeah. all right so super excited about that so yeah man everything has been going great man I'm, I'm, I'm super happy uh the people here are still super nice i haven't ran into anybody that's mean or whatever and stuff and it was yeah. so funny because i told my brother because he's like yeah how the people because like i told y'all before uh idaho is like a starch republican state so i was like man i don't know how they are with black people stuff like that and there's oh, not no. many of us here and and so I was, I was like telling my brother he's like how the people out there and i was like man everybody's super nice or whatever and he was like yeah you know why because you don't act like a nigga that ass. It ain't that. It, it ain't about just acting like a nigga. If you walked around with your pants sagging, bro, you would get the side right. out. <laughs> right. like, exactly. They don't exactly. fuck with that shit. Exactly. It's like as long as you, you know what I'm saying, you know, hold yourself like upstanding citizen or like that. It's like they don't even care. Yeah, you know? so they look yeah. at you, they treat you with respect and everything like that. And um, yeah, so. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, so overall, man, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy. My first week is down. So yeah, yeah okay. man, ready to continue with next week. All right, bet. Um, I should have short. I ain't got nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm just waiting for my new dope ass camera to get here, which is taking too fucking long. And I know I keep my pushing it back. Has no patience. I don't. I don't, bro. I contemplate, no I contemplate and find the best buy that had that hoe going to go and buy that bitch and then return it to one. What's the other one got here? <laughs> like, like dead ass. Like no cap. I've done that before. I know. I've actually bro, done absolutely. that. Absolutely. Waiting for something and yeah. I found something where it was like local. And I'm like, I'll just go buy it and return absolutely. another one. Fuck it. I'm, I'm doing it right now. I can't even count how many times I've done it, bro. Like dead ass. Um, <clears throat> 
but you know, fuck it. It's, it's on its way. I can wait a little bit longer. I just realized that like I probably announced my pod a little too early because you know I wasn't fully prepared to you know talk about it yet. Uh, but as soon as I get this camera, oh yeah, uh, shit's gonna be real. Season plugging it. You know what I'm saying? Season exactly. The only niggas that know about it, niggas listen to the shit. It ain't a lot of y'all, so you know, ain't really like I got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> so in which case, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, it's not a lot Damn. of people. <laughs> so. In which case, it's gonna change. It's gonna change. Yeah. So as soon as we, uh, as soon as I get that shit in here, we gonna get it rocking and rolling. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with that being said, y'all, as we know, we got a listener letter. So before we get to the listener letter, we gonna go ahead and roll our sponsor here, Miss Toya's Gift of Soul. Hey, Chef Toya here, owner and head chef with Toya's Gift of Soul, located in Arlington, Texas. We are your one stop shop to satisfy your soul. We specialize in oxtails, wings, seafood, and much more. We offer very affordable prices. We cater, meal prep, and we'll even handle your weekly night meals. We will also travel. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Toya's Gift of Soul. Contact me, 469-849-2521, and let Toya's Gift of Soul feed your soul. All right, y'all know what it is. You got there in that Plano, Arlington, Fort Worth, Dallas, Duncanville, Irving, that little area up there. Oh, excuse me. Go ahead and help Miss Toys get the soul. Get you a plate. Uh, man, we're gonna have to give a sis, dog. She gonna have to send us some pictures. We're gonna have to roll some. Like us just Seriously, sitting here chilling. Like, yeah. That ain't that ain't gonna so, cut it. That, that dog yeah, don't. <laughs> that we, dog need, don't we, need a, we need to see the actual plates that we're talking about, so people can visualize. Like, damn, that look good. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I want a plate. Yeah, I thought about just getting up and pop locking during the thing. You know, hey, do do like, some, bro. <laughs> do some, like just just roll some, to my nigga. <laughs> just anything, just to have. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go ahead and get into this first one here, real quick. So, shout out to Love Baby for uh, giving me my ammunition that me and Trish needed to further prove why you shouldn't be out here dating rappers. Um, worst job you ever had? I ain't never had. It. Where I tell that man, <laughs> I had one job for like three hours. <laughs> for three hours? Oh, they asked for like three hours. <laughs> and then you just quit after the three hours. One of the bros picked me up. They had something going on when I was at work. They called me and I was like, come pick me up. I quit. I ain't never come back. <laughs> He's like, I got to get to these streets in a real way. They paid me a at least you attempted it. For like $21. $21 yeah, for those three hours. I'm I'm convinced that like if niggas didn't make it in rapping, <laughs> niggas would be bums. Niggas would be dead ass bums, bro. So that. like if you out here dating a nigga that wants to be a rapper, right? You gotta make sure that that nigga is like fully on his purpose, grinding day in and day out, and become that rapper. Be realistic with right. that nigga about his talent because them niggas do not have any real work ethic, bro. <laughs> or at least it's only measured. You can only measure their work ethic and what they believe in. If they truly believe in their ability to rap and really want to do that shit, they'll grind that shit out. But every time I turn around, these rappers be talking about like how they quit jobs here and there and they couldn't keep no job. Like these niggas can't function in society and shit. It's like, <laughs> nigga. So like if, if, if you wasn't like a rapper, nigga, you would be a bum. Like that's all. That's the right. only option. Like can't keep yeah, a job. Can't work for nobody. Have a, a job. You talk about Zach. He's just like, bro. Like, I mean, first of all, he's not that old, you know, to begin with right now. Yeah. So this was yeah, probably yeah. a couple of years ago when he was younger. It's like every young person has worked a BS job. So like Everybody, what are we talking about here? Like, <laughs> like somebody's always had some kind of a job. Okay. Exactly. But here's a quick question. What's the cause 
We know cuz quitting like a week or two on one job. What's the shortest you've ever worked on a job though? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question now. What's the shortest? Because remember Leon got fired in like four hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was that was like the shortest I had heard of. Now we got the now we got a little baby. I'm like, you should you should have read you should have read some of these comments, nigga. Them niggas was all like, man, I pulled up on my first day and just left and went home and told my mom I tried. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> one person was all like, one person was all like, I ain't uh, they said uh, I ain't never quit a job that quick, but I always quit on break. <laughs> like oh, I just go to break and just never come back. Like some of y'all really ain't shit, dog. <laughs> like like that oh, ass. Some of y'all really ain't shit, man. Ain't shit. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, so no, I don't know. I think, the quickest, I, I think the quickest for me would have to probably be like two weeks, maybe a week and a half. I've never done it the day of or like two, three days in, I don't think. That's what I'm thinking about. And honestly, when I quit that warehouse job, um Can uh, you leave like, him a voicemail? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga dog. He left up a voicemail and say he ain't coming back. Trash. Thank you for the opportunity, but I'm good. But I'm good. And I really, and I really said, and I really said, thank you for the opportunity, but I'm good. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> Chill, dog. Chill. <laughs> thank you for the opportunity, but uh. I'm good. <laughs> I always okay. So one thing about me though, I always quit when like probably training because I always go through the training process at least at mm-hmm. least like two weeks or so, and I always go through the training process. And then by the end of the training process, I already kind of have a grasp of if I'm going to last here or not. <laughs> so so through the training process, I kind of because because actually before the warehouse job, I don't know if y'all remember, but I had the job at that um at that mortgage company. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, at, at, yeah, that you oh, was really yeah. only there for like a week, bro. <laughs> like yeah, that exactly. yeah. I, I was I was I was there for like a week and a half or whatever, and I was like, yeah. As soon as they were like, all right, man, y'all ready to go home? Because because it, it was a remote job. They were like, yeah, y'all ready to take y'all computers and everything home and stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, I will be taking nothing home. <laughs> yo, yo. On one hand, I'm knocking the nigga, but at the same time, yo, if you know that, like, you know, what I'm saying yeah. shit ain't like it ain't popping for you, you know, you might as well dip. Although. <clears throat> When you early in life, bro, you just got a job to make money. Like you're not exactly like you probably still living at home or exactly. living with a bunch of homeboys so, or something. And that's the like, downside to hiring little niggas, man. Because little yeah. niggas are just dip. Because you know they just need gas money for college and shit. Money. Yeah, they exactly. Need the money. You know they just need lunch money and you know little little date money and shit. <laughs> so like a nigga call in on you on a Saturday with no hesitation and not give a fuck. Oh, I, oh, I'm fired. I right, coach. You just been real. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> That's the downside to life, man. So, but uh, shout out to little baby for being truthful, man. I appreciate that shit. All right. Okay, now let's get into this next one here, real quick. Uh, why? Let's let's just talk about this. Why would you piss off Mike Tyson, dog? Like, who in a right mind would piss off Mike Tyson? People. The knockout legend. Mike Tyson don't want to piss off Mike Tyson, nigga. Like, who the fuck is like out of here picking? Like, duh. Okay. So this, this comes by way of the baller alert. So I'm just going to read this here real quick. This shit says, a man involved in altercation with Mike Tyson has extensive criminal record. It has been revealed that the man who got punched by Mike Tyson on a JetBlue plane has a lengthy criminal record. According to reports, Melvin Townsend, the third, has had multiple encounters with the law. He has been convicted of fraud, grand theft, burglary, possession of controlled substances. I mean, we know that because he had to be high and trafficking in stolen property. 
Official court documents mention that the 36-year-old reportedly broke into a property, stole a trailer connected to his pickup truck in 2018. He was convicted of drug possession of oxycodone, and he has served time twice, once for 20 months and another for 15 months. So some people out here really just reckless as fuck is what I'm learning, right? Like, because oh, I, I can't understand even somebody to have a death wish. Like, there's easier ways to die, my nigga. Like, there's less painful ways for you to go out. And one of them ain't picking on Mike Tyson, dog. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, bro. Like, Mike Tyson really looked like he literally got, like, hands of death. Like, he really got, oh, yeah. like, Super Sleeper 5000s just on him at all times, bro. Super Sleeper 5000. Like, like, dog. Like, even, at, oh, even at 50 years old. At 50 years old, bro. Like, you saw the little clip where Brandon Marshall was trying to, like, shadow box that nigga at the Super Bowl. And, like, uh-uh, Mike Tyson uh-uh. threw two punches and Brent Marshall's like, I'm good. I'm good, Mike. Like, we ain't gotta we ain't gotta play fighting no more, dog. Got niggas running from play fighting, dog. No, nigga. I'm not no. trying to see Mike Tyson. That's why the nigga asked me if Mike Tyson told a joke, you gonna go to slap him? No, nigga. I'm not slapping Mike Tyson, bro. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like, there's some people out here that like you absolutely don't fuck with, man, and Mike Tyson is one of them. Would you for $10 million. Oh, I'll slap the dog shit out of Mike Tyson for $10 million. Oh, hell yes. yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Take that ass. There's a, there's a price. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> there, there's a price. There's absolutely a price. You know what I'm I'll saying? I'll do it for a million. I'll do it for a million. Uh, yeah. uh, a million probably too. I ain't gonna lie. I'll probably, I'll probably take a beating for a million dollars because I'm just gonna fucking cover the fuck up and roll up to a ball. looking like uh, Martin in that episode when he was in the boxing match. Just slap that nigga and run. <laughs> run, nigga. But you gotta think though. You gotta think though. Um, so you know, what I'm saying all these like little and, and not to get too off topic, but like all these like little celebrity boxing fights versus like real fighters and stuff. That's basically kind of what that is. Like a guy yeah. just getting in a ring with like a professional and getting paid five million dollars, and you know he's gonna get his ass whooped. Yeah, except but the, for I mean the, Logan Paul. The Pauls have been pretty good, the, but the professionals but, ain't really been giving still. it to him like. Whatchamacallit Floyd ain't really give it to Paul, bro. They're not giving it yeah, a full true. 10. Yeah, he ain't really give it to Logan. Sure. Yeah, so in which case, because it don't make for a good fight if he can beat the fuck up because then the niggas couldn't sell any more tickets, right? So in which exactly. case, don't get me wrong. If you slap a nigga, he trying to hurt the fuck out of you though. So oh, yeah, yeah. like you gotta you gotta take the intensity to like another level. You know what I'm saying? Mike Tyson already walking into the ring is on a 10. You slap that mm-hmm. nigga, he had a 15. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he might punch just straight through your shit out the back of your head, bro. <laughs> like, nah. So I mean, we're talking about, I mean we're talking about the same guy who literally who, who literally came out and said that he was so frustrated uh, during the Holyfield fight. That's why he bit Holyfield's ear because he was just frustrated within the fight because he knew that like, damn, I don't know what I could do. He just started biting him. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I mean, come on, man. This that's, is a guy you want to piss off? That's animalistic <laughs> in in, uh, in every sense, bro. <laughs> like, every it's sense. a beast, nigga. <laughs> like, he like only know how to hurt people, dog. Like, he's working on that. But like at the time, he only knew how to hurt people. So you gonna fuck with a nigga. Although getting better that only the only thing he's mastered in life is how to fuck niggas up like that's the nigga you want to go piss off all right good job bro you know what i'm saying okay okay (laughs) all right (sighs) all right let's go ahead and get into these arcs of the week Ooh, i get to try my new feature bow i'm up first let's get it um man my arc of the week is uh i got this salesman at my job bro he is He's an older white man, right? Don't get me wrong, country. But dog, he's annoying as fuck, dog. Every time this man talked to me, he is telling me about 
uh, the very first thing he said to me was, uh, you know, you're a lot sharper than you look. Nigga, what? Niggas, you serious? <laughs> so I think he saw the look on my face, right? <laughs> so I think he saw the look on my face, right? Because again, right? Like I'm much better than I used to be. But honestly, most times I'm pretty sure I'm the smartest person in the room. But I, I so I know he saw the look on my face when he said that shit to me. He was like, no, no, no. I mean, like you have, you know, the system better understood than like, you know what I'm saying? Like what somebody normally would, you know, you caught on the soft base really quickly. I was like, yeah, next time leave with that. Cause, um, yeah, that whole, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You smart and you look like, nah, bro. First off, you don't tell nobody black that to begin with. Um, but yeah, I can see that he caught himself. Cause also my general manager was in the room and I know he was all like, fuck this nigga about to sue us. Cause this white man done told this black dude that like he ain't a smart, that he's smart and he look. Bruh. But every time he talks to me, bro, he want to come to me and he always bring up race. <laughs> he always bring up racial shit, dog. <laughs> like, like dead ass. Oh, like man. every I hate, I hate those people. Time, I hate dog. Those people, man. Bro, so we got this. So we just recently took over. Um, we got this major account that was doing like shit ton of sales with us. But the two guys that were there before me, we believe they took a lot of the sales because in the world of sales, relationships matter more than um business. Yeah, you know I mean, then like, you know, certain things, right? So relationships matter. Price matters a little bit, but really it comes down to relationships because if the you know the person, you know what they want, you know how they operate, they usually just like to stick with one person because you can call them boom, here we go. So he was supposed to go visit them to try to get that business back. He did. Because they didn't really care. They didn't even know that the two guys had left. They just, you know, wanted parts. So this motherfucker come back to me. He was all like, okay, so I'm gonna be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Like so and so, you know what I'm saying? He's real redneck, you know what I'm saying? Not like, you know what I'm saying, they're prejudiced, but not against people of color. They're just against prejudice in anybody who is a, who isn't a redneck. And he was all like, and over the phone, you know, you sound real professional, but you also sound country. I'm like, like, hey, hey man. You give me a lot of details that I don't give a fuck about. All right. Okay. <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck do they need? And I'm going to get them that shit. I don't give a fuck about like anything you telling me right now at all on any level, dog. <laughs> He's all like, well, you know, you got to do this. I was like, none of that shit matters, bro. Like, like that ass. And if they walk in here and they don't like me, they can get the fuck out of here, man. Like that's, I, I don't care about none of that. But it always amazes me how like people come back. And like, especially with like older white people, they always feel the need to bring up race. And it's like, you know, he's all like, my mom was like half Mexican, bro. I don't, it's like, like y'all hear me go here all the time. Right. And like, I get on like people and shit and I talk about white folks, but it's like, this is the reason why it's, it's all like you, you would never see an older black gentleman sitting across from a white person trying to tell him that like, yo, black people going to come in here and trip on you because like, you know, you're not like a specific style of person that like they're like getting on you about. <clears throat> and it leads me back to everything I've talked about with people before. Like you ain't never heard of a black person looking at a job application, seeing the name of a white person and being like, no, nah, I'm not going to call this person in. And it's like, on one hand, we want to get past it. And I try to be this type of person that, you know, saying stays grounded, but it's also optimistic at times. Although it seems like I can be negative, but it always reversed me back to this shit because it's like, Nigga, why is this even relevant, bro? Like these exactly. niggas just want parts. Like, why are you coming here talking to me? And like, I mean, when I tell y'all every time this nigga comes and talks to me, every <laughs> single fucking time this nigga comes and talks to me, he brings up race into that shit somehow, dog. And I'm like, bro, 
Like, first off, you're giving too many details, bro. What lift do they have? What parts do they need? What filters they got? That's all that fucking matters, bro. Like, the, exactly. dudes, the dude before me, they told me he was fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, he was some older Hispanic guy and all this other shit. I'm sorry, like, bro, he don't fit redneck either. So, like, why are we talking about this shit? What parts do they need? What is it that they got? So that's my article of the week, y'all. Motherfucking white folks, old white folks keep coming to me um, in my life and always got to bring up race. And it's all like, bro, can we get past that shit? Like, um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that important conversations like that don't need to happen, but they're not relevant to my job. So, like, why are we exactly. talking about this shit? Exactly. It's a time and a place for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, like, stop. Like, if I was a salesman and you selling me, hey, you know what I'm saying? When you go up in here. Don't act all prissy. Like when I think about shit that people don't like or that needs to be addressed, I think about shit like, yo, man, you know, you a you a um a Mercedes Benz driving yacht boy club. Like people hate rich people, right? Like so, <laughs> like talk about lifestyles, bro. But don't bring race into it because it's all like, first off, all you doing is telling me that like I need to be checking for like smirky ass shit that he might say, and that shit ain't gonna go too well because I don't give a fuck where I work at. I ain't never gonna let nobody like disrespect me. So right. in which case. There's that, but yeah. So my Eric is this this salesman. It's just it's like, bro. I'm at I'm at five seconds away from telling this man, yo, man, quit talking to me about this. Like, all I need to know is what they need and go from there, bro. Like, this shit ain't never been a problem in my life. I didn't have super rednecks that worked at shops before, and they would call me up and be like, hey, Ralph, do 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 do, do. and I, and that'd be it. And we would shoot the shit. Like, as a matter of fact, rednecks are the people I get along with the best. So I don't even understand why you even telling me this. Like, it's just yeah, uh, it's annoying. Okay. All right, sis, you next. Um, so, um, I did have an irk, but then my cousin took it this morning. Oh shit! Oh lord! Uh, who the fuck don't believe in dressers? I'm oh, sorry. We need to get him back in the frame. <laughs> we, we gotta get cuz back in the frame for this one. I'm sorry. I can't let this go. I'm 37 years old. I ain't never in my life hurt anybody. Because well, said he a minimalist. So I ain't never <laughs> in my life ever heard anybody that say is first. they do not believe in dressers. I don't believe in what? dressers. I don't believe in nightstands. I don't believe in coffee tables. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in all that extra foo-foo bullshit that goes inside of a house. It's just junk. It's a waste of so money. Nigga, what do you put in your house? Nothing? Uh, Hey man, you know what I'm saying? Easier when I gotta move. <laughs> I do want to ask a, I do, I do want to ask a very simple question though. Uh, so if if you were to get your ideal location based off of ideal finances, what would be in that motherfucker? Oh, what you mean, my house? Yeah, like what? Like what? Um, you have no couches and shit because niggas. No, 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 no. I do believe in couches. So I believe in couch. So, so some things are, are, are necessity. Obviously, couches, TVs. I don't believe in dining tables either. Um, <laughs> you don't eat at a table, nigga. Oh my goodness. No, I do not. Bruh. No, I do not. Bruh. No, Stop not. it! I, See, I this is why I'm glad I mentioned what I mentioned because the more he says, the more foolish. We got to give Cuz a chance to explain himself though, because Cuz is telling us as a minimalist, what's your what's your bare? Okay, give me your give me your ideal. Let's say you buy a house like my like, Okay, let's say you buy a loft. All right, what's in your bedroom? Mm-hmm. I think my bedroom is going to be a bed, a TV. What is the TV going on the wall? Yeah, yeah, okay. the wall. All right. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, y'all saw my room 
uh, y'all saw my room uh, in Arizona. Like, I mean, it was it was very like to the point. Like, that's just how I like it. Bed, TV. I saw it for like a second. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. I don't need like nightstands. I don't. I don't. I don't need nightstands and all that stuff. Like, yeah. But let me ask you a question. If you could afford it, all that stuff is places to like hoard junk that you don't need. And a lot of people like have all these, um, you know, whatever nightstands and drawers and dressers and you know what I'm saying. And I mean, dressers are cool. Like, I'm not saying like you know what I'm saying because even me, I had one, but I had like one of those, you know. So you know, um, you know, like little kids or whatever, you'll buy them those little three shelf, like little plastic, mm-hmm. those little plastic drawer thing yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So to me, that is a dresser. So I'll yeah, I had that. Shit. I had this shit for years as a bachelor. Like I ain't get a nice thing yeah. until I got with Trish. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, like that was my nice thing. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. So, so yeah. So I and 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 actually, I found mine at the dumpster, and I just cleaned it up. And fucking <laughs> <laughs> dog, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. No, see, see. Now we tapping into. Okay, nah. Okay, it's because cousin's broke, bro. Cousin's <laughs> broke as fuck. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say it, but I wanted to ask your finances had anything to do with this. And he just confirmed that shit like a motherfucker. No, ain't, no, ain't no way a nigga that ain't no way you can afford a twenty dollar like three plastic bin, dog. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, and I can. And I can. He said dumpster, bro. No, no, stop, bro. <laughs> No, I had just no because I had just moved into my brother's place. It was crazy. I just moved into my brother's place, and a girl I was talking to, she was just all like, "Oh, you got to buy a dresser, blah blah." blah. I was like, "I don't, I don't know. I'm good." Yeah, so I'm not about all that. your stuff. I was just all like, "Well, I'll probably buy one of those little, you know, little three shelf little plastic things." Yeah. And she was like, "No, you got to get a dresser." But I was like, "No, nah, you know, saying so." I was gonna buy one, but y'all know I work in the apartment industry. Well, used to, um, and people move out, throw stuff out all the time. So I was outside on a golf cart. And just so happened, I drive by and I saw one that somebody threw out. So I was like, man, I got my keys to my car. I pulled that bitch around, threw that bitch in the trunk, <laughs> clicked that bitch up at the house. And it was, that was a wreck. That was Yo, okay. I, you know, hey, look, man, I can't argue with the logic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Logically, it, it makes and, sense. And it was cool. It wasn't like dirty or nothing or whatever. Okay. I cleaned it up and yeah. All right. Just make sure I mean, it had like dust because it was outside, but yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, okay. Yeah, no, I'm like, honestly, at heart, I'm like very minimalistic. Like, I can't stand clutter. I can't stand okay. like a lot of, I can't stand a lot of stuff. And and this is what like me and like even with females or whatever and stuff, because females tend to have like a hundred pairs of like underwear. And I'm like, why do you need all this underwear? Like you need like, I mean, for me, I have like 10 pairs of drawers. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To me, I feel like that's all you need. It's only seven days in a week. And it's like, okay, you have your seven and then you have your extra little pair for whatever. Maybe you shit on yourself one day. Maybe you shit on yourself one day. You need some extra pair. Okay. So I can't. Oh my God. No, it's I never just, a dumb I moment. just can't understand. I can't understand females and like having an underwear drawer and it's just filled to the top and it's like you got all these underwears, but for some reason, I see your ass in the same fucking thongs every week. But you got all these underwears for what? It's just clutter. It's just junk. It's just building up for what? And yeah, so I'm I'm just like a, and I don't know if I have like a phobia because my mom is like a, you know, my mom is like a freaking hoarder. 
So <laughs> I don't okay. know if I got a phobia from growing up of just having just a whole bunch of stuff and just like be, traumatized yeah. and just traumatized from moving because we used to move a lot. And every time we moved, like our move would take like a whole week to fucking Damn. move. And I'm just like, I fucking refuse. Like, and then, and on top of that, we would have to buy like the biggest U-Haul, the fucking 50 fucking footer or whatever that shit is. Like the, yeah, like the yeah. big ass fucking U-Haul. Yeah. yeah. And I just, yeah, I, I just don't like that. I, I, I like to just get up, go you know, a couple hours to move, pack up my shit and, you know, just, just keep everything as minimal as possible. Just like pots, pans, kitchens, all that stuff, man. It's just, it's just too much junk, too much junk. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. All right. I ain't even arguing with your logic there. Uh, cause I definitely can understand that. Cause if you, especially cause y'all always lived in houses. So if you live in a house and you got to move a lot, that mm-hmm. means you always moving a shit ton of shit. Yeah. That's why I like, yeah, if, if we, like you're literally packing up a whole house. Bro, if we, house. If we yeah, ever move, we definitely hire movers, my nigga. We definitely hire right. movers. I'm not moving all of this shit by myself, nigga. I told my homie, my cuz, man, I was all like, look, nigga, you got one more move out of us. That's into a crib. Like, I mean, you better not switch apartments no more, nigga. <laughs> like, you got one more move out of me, nigga. That's into a crib. That's into a crib, bro. Cause there ain't no way you can another apartment move out of me, dog. You have to hire somebody, dog. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. All right. Sis. I mean, uh, cuz, show turn. What's your work? Yeah, man. So my irk is um, I'm gonna go with myself again. Oh goddamn um, it! <laughs> goddamn, cuss. I'm gonna go with myself again. Oh my um, god! I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to not incriminate myself. Oh um, shit, nigga! You've yeah. been there one week. <laughs> you been there one week, dog. How are you incriminating yourself already, dog? Yeah, okay. Try, I'm gonna try not to incriminate myself. Here we go. Um, you know, I came with the intentions of, you know, you know what, man? I'm man. I, I got my dream job, my career, you know, everything. And then I walk in there, and then I forgot. I work at a television news station. Every motherfucker in there is pretty. And I'm just like, man, all these damn reporters and anchors, every single one of them, like, man, y'all really look like this in person, just like y'all look on TV. What fine as hell. Oh, God damn. Why is y'all so fine? <laughs> Who just ripped y'all out of a magazine? Y'all look like y'all came out of freaking. I'm- I don't know cosmopolitan I don't, I don't know some of these magazines because i work with all white people so so everybody there's all white so it's just like man it's just a bunch of white girls and i'm just like man these white girls are like that like quintessential like that just look you know what i'm saying that like tv like look and i'm just like wow you guys are so beautiful now i've obviously held it together because i'm not a predator i'm not one of those type of guys that we know of that we know you of you get your ass caught I mean, we up don't know because right. might be a predator <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't know, but okay. Bruh, you just said, wait, the key word you just said, you're the only black person there. It's all white people, okay? Uh, don't be diving in no snow. Because, uh, <laughs> be careful, nigga. That's all I'm saying. No, bro, that's all I got to say. I'm saying, you cuz might want to draw up a consent form, nigga. <laughs> you, bro, gotta bro, bro, this, bro. Bro. <laughs> you gotta sign this. You gotta sign this motherfucker. I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't seen enough I movies. A, I need a. 
I need to record you saying you are okay with this. You're okay with this. <laughs> okay. I need a finger. Oh, right, cuz. <laughs> okay, cuz. <laughs> oh, man. All right. But, but but to tie into that, that's like part of the arc. Another part of the arc is is man, that station makes me feel old as hell. Because I'm 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 like looking at everybody and everybody like they look older, but like a lot of these a lot of these a lot of these people are like fresh out of like journalism school and shit like that. And I'm like and I mean, they all think I'm young too because you know I, I don't look like I'm 35 you know, or whatever right. and stuff. And they, yeah, yeah. And they're so we're talking and stuff, and they're just like, "How old are you?" And I'm just like, "Oh, I'm 35." Because there was a story that happened like some years ago, and then they were talking, they were like joking, like all the, all the anchors and people were, like joking around, talking about, "Oh man, I was like eight years old when this happened," and blah blah blah. And I was like, "Yeah, I was like 20 when this happened," and they were like, "What?" They're like, how old are you? And I'm like, thirty uh, five. Because because like, line cousins and they saying he was twenty nine. <laughs> nigga ain't tell his real age. <laughs> he was in like, oh yeah, I was uh, I was twenty nine. <laughs> I'm twenty nine. Nigga, <laughs> they trying trying to lie. <laughs> Man, like man, all of them is like twenty two, like twenty three, like fresh out of school. Some of them are still kind of in school. Like it's, it's it's crazy, man. So yeah, that's my other irk. I'm like, man, they make me feel old as hell. Like yeah. man, I'm thirty five in this motherfucker. Like I'm out here, I'm out here with these fresh out of journalism school workers, and like I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. Make you feel they old quick. Similac on their breath. They still breath for real. <laughs> they, 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 yeah. Make you feel old quick, bro. Because you at least for got real. a decade on them boys. <laughs> Yeah, a decade for damn, real. Even that, more. Yeah, like that. Damn, that. Ooh, damn. Look at this old ass oh. nigga, man. <laughs> this old creepy ass nigga looking at me. Look, you definitely the creepy ass this. nigga. <laughs> Yo. I, went being, I went from being a caramel cutie years ago to now I'm the creepy ass old nigga. Dead ass. The creepy ass 35 year old dead ass nigga. You the creepy ass old nigga in the office. They're gonna be coming here looking for those stories like, man, how was it back in the day in your time? Right. Bro, when they hit how you, how was when they for cell phones, when they hit you in social media, when they hit you with that shit, bro, just put in your two weeks. Nah, I can't work it no more, my nigga. Nah, y'all got me fucked up. <laughs> you think I'm sitting around and tolerating this disrespect? <laughs> when niggas ask you what it was like before cell phones, you got a dip. <laughs> oh, nah, bro. Like, nigga, I will fade you, my nigga. Like, don't you ever... <laughs> Because the guy, the guy who's training me, like he even said, it. he was like, bro, I thought you were like way younger, but not like in a bad way. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, how old are you? Whatever. He was like, man, I was born in 1999. I was oh, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he got a whole 13, 12 years on that boy. <laughs> bro, Chris, boy training, training me on the position. And he was born in 1999. It's shit's oh, wild, man. Shit's wild. Like, bro, 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 quit talking to me. Just, just teach me what you got. Teach me, dog. Yeah, just, <laughs> no, we got exchange. We got exchange personal. You know what I'm saying? Annotations anymore, my nigga. We. We just we keep good. we just yeah. keep it real and keep it moving, bro. <laughs> keep it professional. Yeah, it's funny because he was talking about hanging out and stuff or whatever. He's like, "Oh man, we should hang out," you know, blah blah blah, and all that stuff like that. But one thing I have noticed is is a lot of these people up here they're very young, but they're very like mature, and a lot of them are like about to get married or already married. And I'm like, "Damn, y'all niggas is like 22 years old." But I remember I got married young too. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like in hindsight, now that I'm 35, I'm like. Man, y'all should be out here knocking down these hoes, bro. Like, what y'all talking about? <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> this nigga. 
<laughs> of course. Very mature. They're very mature for their age. Like I, I, I will say that. I okay. will say. All right. Well, shout out to you, cuz, for being an old nigga in the office. Finally, you know what I'm saying. Man. That's what we all trying to get to. <laughs> I don't pause to you for finally making it there, nigga. You're officially an old nigga in the office. <laughs> Although the less experienced nigga in there as well. Exactly. <laughs> the least I'm experienced like level old nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get to this next one here, real quick. Let's go ahead and get into. Oh, snap. Yo, we never talked about the listener letter, right? Yeah, we skipped straight uh, over that shit, nigga. I was, I was waiting. I was like, hold on, man. What do you listen to? You want to read it or? Yeah, I got it. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it here real quick. So this came by way of someone who said they were named Kenya. Shout out to you, Kenya, one more time. We appreciate you right now. Hey. It says, hey, Shout guys. Yeah. It says, hey, guys, I listened to your most recent pod and decided it was time I finally drop a listener letter. I have some experience with an ultimatum, so I finally have a reason to write in. First off, I love your pod. Shout out. Appreciate that. I don't tune in every week, but when I do, I catch up on all your episodes and get a good laugh in. Now, getting on my ultimatum. I issued my now husband an ultimatum back in 2017. We had been dating for nine years up to that point, and I had a four-year-old son by him as well. (sighs) Dog. Every time I see anything past five years, I'm just like, nigga. Like a man. Hey, bro, nine <laughs> is, oh, man. Okay. So we had conversations in the past, but nothing ever came of it. <clears throat> I would uh, I would ask him why he hadn't proposed yet, and he would just make excuses. Mostly, he would just say he wasn't ready. By this point, I was really agitated, and we were arguing a lot because of it. I was tired of seeing those around me get <clears throat> getting what they want, and here I was stuck trying to figure out if this relationship was even what I wanted anymore. <laughs> After a lengthy conversation with my friend, I decided I was going to give him an ultimatum. My birthday was a few months away, and I told him straight up, if there was a ring on my finger by my birthday, I was going to leave him. I meant every word. Mm. He didn't say much, Mm. but that he understood where I was coming from and told me that he loved me very much. I told him, if you love me, then show me. That weekend, he Mm. went out to get breakfast. I I was in the kitchen when he came home, and he walked to me, got down on one knee, and presented a ring. I, I had wanted this for so long and it was finally here. Part of me was a little frustrated. This was, this is what it took, but the other part was more secure in knowing the other part felt more secure in knowing that it was finally uh, going to happen. Of course I said yes and cried my heart out. We made it official in 2019 and neither one of us regret our decision. We couldn't be stronger or happier. He's been a better husband than he was a boyfriend. And I owe all that to my ultimatum. So I just wanted to write in and say the ultimatums do work sometimes. And there are times where people need a little and there are times people need a little push. This must be this must be hmm. uh, a black girl and she married a white guy. Here's 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 what I will say about that though. That's a fairy tale. Here's what I will say about that though. Being a better boyfriend, a husband, doing that. Here's what I will say about that though. Is black people don't tend to date for nine plus years and not get married. It's rare. Like I usually yeah. see that shit with like white folks. Like like yeah. like when we kind of know, like we just go ahead and make that push. Like usually when I do mm-hmm. hear by like somebody being. Like ten or whatever, right? I can usually tell by the wording that it is written by somebody white. 
Um, but in which case, uh, we don't know. It could be, could, could be a cut situation. <laughs> talking about. It's, it's, it's highly possible. But, um, what I will say though is, is again, let's, let's, let's get back to bringing it up here real quick. Um, you are one of the fortunate. I just, yeah, for I, sure. I know my thing is in, in my experience, when people have, um, dated for so long and haven't gotten married, they usually wind up just not getting married. Not it's kind of it's kind of yeah. what cuz talk about where like I do feel like, you know, it is complacency, right? Like they just got comfortable in living together. But ultimately mm-hmm. like, one of them kind of knew that they really didn't want to marry that person, one whether it be the woman person. or the or the man. And like mm-hmm. they eventually wind up splitting up anyway. You know what I'm anyway. saying? So um that's that's the reason why I say like to me five years max because at five years you should know whether or not you want to spend the rest of your life with this person with that person but I have a question here and this this goes to you Ashley because I've always wondered this if you're having conversations with somebody constantly about getting married and then they don't and they haven't proposed yet does the proposal mean a lot once it finally happens would it mean a I, lot? me personally I would say no because it it was almost like it was a how I'm trying to say this is uh, when you're supposed to get proposed to, it's supposed to be like this, you didn't see it coming kind of situation. Like it really took you so off guard and in the moment, like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is happening. And I just feel like that's that's it, how we that's how we imagine it traditionally though, right? Traditionally, right. yeah. yeah. And I feel like if we're constantly talking about it, I can't help feel like Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I would imagine that 95% of women want to be caught off guard with it. They want that, like, absolutely iconic movie moment. That shit coming at all. Like, so off guard to where, you know, I'm I'm like, it's April Fool's Day kind of situation. Like, stop fucking with me. Stop playing. You know, like, that would be my attitude. Yeah, right. You playing, right? Like, what we doing? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, to me, it just, I don't know if. Because I don't know if it would mean as much as yeah, it would. You always want the that moment. Of it would be gone. Yeah, you always want to tell the story of that moment. And if if yep. you oh excuse me, if you have a bunch of conversations or arguments leading up to that point, I feel mm-hmm. like it does kind of take the magic away from it. You know, although you know you can still live a very happy life. But like I yeah. feel like there's moments that that are burned into your memory bank, and that is like mm-hmm. one of those moments. And it's like. For you not to know, you know, for you to know that like it is coming, it's like, like damn, that shit kind of suck. Cause uh, hey, we, not for Kenya, she said she was crying and everything. I she mean, it, they're gonna cry regardless, care. right? Because that's what they they're want. Cry because yeah. that's what she's been wanting. But think about it too, like not trying to knock, you know, her proposal. I'm glad it worked out for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But look how it happened too. Like, yeah, it, it goes from like a ten to like a seven. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Like your experience, if you don't know, and like you know, you you, I think you kind of get a feel because like when I when I talk to Trish, although Trish said she had no idea, right? But like I would think that she would at least know that like marriage was eventually like the next well, yeah. step, right? So no, no, I mean we'll think that like okay, clearly yeah. if we're here. Marriage is the next step. We just don't know when. Yeah, so it's we like don't know how we don't know when, don't know where, like we don't know how it's going to transpire, kind of situation. That's how it's supposed to be. I mean, yeah, but I just, I just feel like, yeah, that that moment goes from like being a ten to like a seven. It starts like you just had a fight that week about it, and then the nigga shows up the mm-hmm. weekend with a ring. Yeah, 
Like you know what, Kenya. You know what. You know. You know what, Kenya. You know what. You are our capital week. <laughs> you captain. Yo, cause she captain. Yo, cause she captain. Yo, okay, Hey, but uh, hey, hey, but uh, but real talk. It's, it might, I'm pretty sure some truth to this because why? Why else would she write in? But I have. Right, right. I do know a situation where. Motherfuckers did get in a fight about it, and the motherfucker already had the ring. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Like so, uh, so like it already. But again, right? Like when you, if you've been waiting on something for so long, right? Are you you always working on somebody else's time, especially in a traditional sense, because you know you want the man to propose. <clears throat> but um, it, it's like it's it's you got to be real careful though, because again, here we had a situation I know of the motherfucker already had the ring. But see, here go maybe another fight when he might now he's my he might back off because he's all like, see, here we go again. We're arguing, we're fighting. You're just not mm. letting you're just not letting life take its course. Course, um, not so, being patient. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm one of those guys. You gotta let life take its course. It might be ten years, but life is going to just take its course. Ten years. Wait a minute. Stop I, it. I will say that here's here's my if thing. If you bought the ring, you have the intentional. If you bought the ring, you know that's who you want to spend your life with. Exactly. Don't you be sitting here waiting. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Don't sit here and be waiting no ten years. You, clearly, you know that's who you want to be with. Stop. My my question is so because. <laughs> Realistically, right? Perfect scenario. You got the perfect girl. You know what I'm saying? Y'all perfect for each other. Do you realistically, I think I don't know we asked this before, but do you see yourself getting married again? And if so, how long would it take you to make that decision? No, no, I don't believe in marriage. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, it's just my personal belief. Um, cause, <laughs> cause I went through it and, okay. um, <laughs> All right. uh, would you, would I you believe in like, it under a prenuptial <clears throat> agreement? What I what? Would you believe in it under a prenuptial agreement? Um, or you just don't want to really about. I just don't like. I don't like all the legalities that go through. I don't like just dealing with paperwork and. But if you got a prenuptial agreement, I mean, shit is set though. Shit is set. But if you got a prenuptial agreement, shit is set, right? Like you don't have to. Ain't no, ain't no going through any legal jargon because y'all set the the legal terms of the separation prior to getting married. True, true, true. Um, I mean that. I mean that could be a possibility. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I just hate because I I don't know. To me, it's like if I want to be with you, I'm gonna be with you. If I don't want to be with you, then we just not gonna be together. Like, why do I have to go through all these proceedings? And and I mean, I I now I do get why because you know if you have assets together, all that stuff like that, yeah. obviously gonna fight over all that bullshit. But my thing is just like. I, I I just hate going through all that stuff. Um, I'm a minimalist, so <laughs> the least right. amount of work. Is so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put your feet to the fire here for a second you because a minimalist, you lazy. I, I'm gonna put your feet to the fire here for a second because <laughs> is it is it also is it also possible because it's easier for you to leave if you're not married. Yes. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah, All right. There it is. There Tell the is. truth. Same the devil. <laughs> exactly. <it> right. <laughs> exactly. Like, that is. Really is. You <laughs> believe in marriage because it's easier for you to walk away. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> nigga. Okay. Sense. All right. You know. Okay. But then also, like you know, because I've I've done like research and stuff with like marriage, and, and and they say that like you know back in the day, basically marriage was only established basically so men can claim women as their property. So. I, you know, like I, I, I just don't like the basis it stands on, and you know, obviously it's changed over the years, and we don't just claim women as like, well, I mean, I claim my women as my property, that's mine, but um, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, nigga, I was gonna say some outlandish ass shit. I mean, but she ain't yours, nigga, because y'all ain't married. No, she can leave just as quickly too, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm glad we're not like in a physical. <laughs> oh shit! Just yet one day because this will be putting them super sleeper two thousands on you. Hit you with them. Them super, yeah. them super sleeper 2000s. Yo, exactly. Like, get <laughs> like every other day. <laughs> Yo, okay. All right. God so, damn. but I mean, yeah, but, oh, but yeah. I, I can, I can kind of see it from a perspective of, you know, if you don't believe in the sanctity of marriage, I mean, the, to the traditionalism of, of marriage, then, you know, that's, 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 that's on you, but. No, I'm not saying I wouldn't get her a ring or we wouldn't have a ceremony. Like we would do all those things. I, I just don't want like all the legalities of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then too, I get how you can get tax breaks, you know, tax benefits and stuff from being married. Um, so there are benefits from being married. So I don't totally knock it. I don't want to say I won't totally ever do it. It would just have to be very beneficial and probably financially beneficial for me to actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they gotta be Yo, rich. what's up for cuz, dog? <laughs> cuz like here now, I gotta secure the bag in order to do that. <laughs> Got it. Niggas like, nah, bro. I gotta marry somebody filthy fucking rich to, to do that hey, shit. Man, this is, <laughs> hey man, this is a 40-60 split. This is 40% love, 60% business. All right. Shout out to Cuz, man. You, you do have people who believe in that though. Like I know uh one oh, of my yeah. best friends, uh Tish, she uh she never wants to get married. She she doesn't believe in the whole marriage thing, but she do believe in spending the rest of her life with a person. You know, like her her boyfriend now been together like whew, seven, eight years. You I, know? I know. I just I, I do unto a certain extent here. I do kind of under understand it. Um, but how can I put it? To to a certain extent, um uh, the reason why you get up and you go to work every day is because you have bills to pay. You get what I'm saying? Like there's a, always and 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 a driving force that makes shit happen. So my thing is, is with someone who doesn't want to make like whenever you get married, that means that you and that person are making the commitment to spend the rest of your life together. Whenever you just say, oh, well, you know, I definitely want to spend the rest of my life with you, but I don't want to get married. To me, it is literally the equivalent of saying that if if shit ever goes south, you know what I'm saying? That I can just leave because see, my thing is, is I know I've been with you for, for, for so long, but like my thing is if shit get hard, right? Let's say like, I, you don't, I don't know what you're going to be like if I lose my job and we got to like lose this house and shit. Like I know now with Trish, cause me and Trish came from nothing. Right. But like, let's say I was start dating mm-hmm. somebody and they would come to me in my life right now. Right. Like I got money, but I don't know what you're going to be like if I lose it all. You see what I'm saying? Right. So like, that's where all this shit come into play because my thing is like, what if the person leaves you when you lose it all? You know what I'm saying? Like you got mm-hmm. a little more, you have a little more mm, to try to stick it out and work that shit out if you're married. But then on the flip side of that, is it really real? If that's the only thing keeping you there, because it's just going to be hard to divorce a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's a, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough situation. That, that, that. It is tough. I think I, 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 you know, honestly, I think that's how my brother is right now. Honestly, you know, saying my brother has accomplished so much in such a short time in his life, you know, being 31 years old. 
And I feel like he falls into that boat where it's almost like, man, I got two houses. I got a great job. I'm trading. Mm-hmm. I'm making good money. All these things. Now to bring in a random female into this equation, are you just with me because I have these things? Or do you truly like really are you invested in me or are you invested in what this could be? Like, you know what I'm saying? What, what like, what but are you what investing she, in here? But what if she got just as much as he has or even more? Well, true, well, true. see, that's somebody that's equally as accomplished. You know what I'm saying? I also like, feel like you can accomplish. I also feel like cuz is also in a position to where he could hide how much money he got. Like, yeah, he got Most enough money. Exactly. Even the way he's living, he make enough as a bachelor to live like that. Right. Like if I was like in an apartment, I could like, well, I couldn't take just whenever I want because of, you know, um, because of a job, right? But like, if I didn't have a job, like, I could definitely afford to go to like Mexico like every other month or some shit. So my thing is, is cousin in a mansion, so he could still technically just look like somebody that's making almost at or just right at six figures. He doesn't have right. to look like somebody that is super accomplished, right? It's like she ain't got to mm-hmm. know he got two houses and he rent one out. Like that shit ain't even relevant. True. So to me, my thing is, is nigga now is the time to find that person because you just look like somebody that is making pretty good money not somebody that you know i'm saying is living the the dream that like most people want you know what i'm saying so that's the problem like the longer you take the the less likely you're gonna you're gonna be to believe that someone is actually with you because of wanting to be with you rather than what you have that's why you find somebody early in life you know what i'm saying when you're a real one but man, we done gone way off topic with this shit. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, getting back to the listener letter, uh, Miss Kenya, uh, we're happy that this shit worked out for you. Yeah, I'm just for sure, man. I'm just a little skeptical because my thing is, like I said, my thing is five years. I don't I'm, I know everyone has their own thing, but I know me, if I was a woman or if I was in a relationship with someone I did propose to, well, nope, because if I propose, she say no, that shit's over. So I really don't know how yeah, to <laughs> I really don't know how to really think about it from from a perspective of someone telling me no and then you know trying again but five years will be max or if i if i haven't recognized that in five years that this is the person i want to spend the rest of my life with i'm probably moving on regardless you know what i'm saying i just can't like you know you don't get any younger bro so you know you're 18 maybe i guess and that's why i guess a lot of these people have been together so long now they're reaching their late 20s and that's probably when they start to realize okay i'm about to hit 30 but i know right now for sure five years yeah. max like no way i could waste time more than five years trying to realize if i want to spend the rest of my life with somebody okay yeah. all right let's go ahead and get Yo, to thank you thank you uh kenya and uh oh, yeah, again i was just playing you're not capital week i was i was just joking no you definitely you're capital week so we don't get into that shit <laughs> let's go ahead and get- real quick I, real quick i have a quick question for for y'all real quick from male point of view why do with a man that knows he doesn't want to be with that woman in the future and spend his life with her, but why would he still keep fucking around with her or date her or whatever the case may be? Complacency. Convenience like he, no, to the pussy. I do convenience and okay. Convenience to the pussy. But also, I don't. I don't think. I think a lot of times. I mean, that's because being a, a dirtbag right now. But <laughs> I, I, I do feel like a lot of times that. Cuz hit it on the head when he said complacency, right? Like a lot of times, most niggas I know, they're not total shitbags, right? Like when men actually just want you for ass, like that's all you're used for. Like that's why, again, when we was getting on Cuz, it's all like, nigga, you was, you, you were doing things that are universally recognized as something other than just being friends. So mm-hmm. a lot of times niggas be caring about you. They see a future, but Again, it's something that always like 
reverse back to like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if this is really what I want, really what I want right. to do. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. a lot of times it's always hard to really like pinpoint it, but like, don't believe the hype. Like, it ain't like 90% of men are out here knowing that like that, that it's not like most men who spend time in a relationship where you never want to get married, know that they don't want to be with that person. They're just intentionally wasting that person's time. That's, that ain't the case. 90 time, 99% of the time, 99% of the time, the person sees the future, but you're always trying to see if you can make it work. You know what I'm saying? But both, especially when you're young, you don't really got great coping mechanisms. You don't know how to really handle stress. Yeah. It's, 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 it's very rare to make shit work. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, my shit worked, I believe, wholeheartedly is because of what I saw as a child. Like I knew what I didn't want. So like exactly. it should motivate me to the person I am today. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you do see you, you know, you don't always have a great figure in your life or a great learning experience. So, you know, when you're trying to figure out these dynamics of relationships, it's hard to understand that shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't put a exact thing on it, but my thing is, again, like, don't believe the hype. It's not men out here intentionally wasting women's time. Women will believe that shit because, you know, saying a nigga will eventually maybe go off and cheat or something like that. And then, you know, you just come up with the conclusion that he was just wasting your time. But ain't the truth. He always cared. But you yeah. just fall to temptation. <laughs> and really, mm. that's just the, that's just the bottom line. Like, it's, yeah, it's niggas fall to temptation. <laughs> it's true. Like, niggas just fall to temptation, man. It's, it's hard to put a spin on it, but that's that's really what it is. So, Okay. All right, let's go ahead and get into these stories from Reddit real quick. Let's run through these right quick. So let's go ahead and start with this one on the left first. Uh, this shit is just heartbreaking, man. This is becoming the reality of a lot of Americans, but it says, I'm so done with home prices and crazy price bidding by rich assholes. The house across the street from my parents was built in 2014 and sold for 185K at the time. I went to college aspiring to own a small, simple home like that. At the time going through college, 2014, 2018, I thought I will work hard early. I will work really hard until I'm 30, save up for a down payment. Then I will be able to afford to start a home like uh like this with a spouse. Four days ago, the house was listed for sale for five hundred and forty thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! Today it sold for nine hundred and thirty-five thousand. <sighs> Literally, what the fuck? I have lost wow. hope in everything. I'm stuck living with my parents because I can't afford anything. My apartment that I rented in 2018, 2019 was eight hundred dollars a month. Right now, it's twenty eight hundred a month, and in order to qualify for income, must be three times the monthly rate. I feel so defeated. Everything I worked so hard for the past 10 years is officially out of reach. All right. Damn. So this is becoming a reality for a lot of Americans. Hers is an extreme mm-hmm. example. It's like extreme, extreme. No one, like most places ain't really going through that, but there are places in America that have seen 60% increases in the cost yep. of, in the, in, in just home prices and, and rent going up. So there are some oh, places in America yeah. that have definitely seen that. But in general, the average has been 30%. So imagine. And I don't know what the fuck she was living where rent was eight hundred dollars. <laughs> Nigga, I'm moving there tomorrow. Right. I would have moved there like last like two years ago. I definitely would have moved there because <laughs> <laughs> nigga, everywhere was at least a thousand for for one yeah. bedroom. So eight hundred dollars in 2018, 2019. Um, but yeah, this is this is the vast majority of America. And so just to put more fear in y'all, um, as as what's being reported now is there's definitely supposed to be a housing market crash, and I got a homie that's waiting on this shit. But the problem with a housing market crash is the feds are raising rates. So what's going to happen is once the housing market crashes, banks are going to raise rates on home loans and only super qualified people are going to qualify, but they're going to qualify for bad rates. So even when yep. homes go back up, you're going to be stuck in that rate and you may yep. or may not be able to refinance. And that's a gamble you're really just taking. So the only people mm-hmm. who are going to be able to buy houses 
when the housing market crashes, it's going to be people who have assets and cash to buy those houses. And then they're going to rent them out at extraordinary rates, which is still going to make living hard. It's, it's like, it's the capitalism it's not working, dog. I mean, like, I know how it's supposed to work, but it's, <laughs> it's not working. It's not working, <laughs> it's not working. Not working bro. Like, no, we like working. there has to be a solution that doesn't involve that, 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 that involves everyone being able to financially, you know what I'm saying, liberate themselves out of poverty. And like, that isn't happening. We're driving people further and further into poverty. And niggas ain't going to realize that shit until niggas are literally marching in the street. And burning shit to the ground. That's gonna be the next civil war. If like niggas was all afraid for you know this this Trump shit, I knew that shit was never gonna come into fruition. But when enough people really can't afford to live, what are those still gonna do? Yeah, we already know that go. statistically you can't, eat, you can't, 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 can't live. What what are yep. people gonna do, bro? Like it is we already know that poverty, lack of education are the number one driving factors in criminals. So what happens yep. when everybody's poor and everybody can't afford to eat and a fucking burger costs like ten dollars and shit? You know what I'm saying? Groceries going up every fucking day. You know, like this is this is a constant this reminder is why, that this is why crypto and this is why cryptocurrency is <laughs> I'm a firm believer, bro. Hey, y'all it's niggas. Like a de facto, this, like this is not like I was kind of I, I was kind of on the fence, but like as stuff keeps getting worse and the American dollar keeps getting worse, I'm like, what other de facto do you have to turn to? What cryptocurrency at the end of the day to me? I keep know, trying I'm to no expert on it. I keep but, trying to explain the shit to niggas, bro. BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world that has like, I think it was like I think they had like 50 trillion or some shit like that. Mass assets under management. You know what I'm saying? They recently just, just signed a contract with Coinbase to buy Bitcoin over the counter for their clients. So like over the counter means that like they don't, uh, they, uh, they don't buy it through the blockchain. They just go in there with like a bag of a million dollars and then they transfer it to their wallet. <laughs> like literally that's how that shit works. It, it works over the counter. So it doesn't get like, like, technically seen on it, you you still gets recorded on the blockchain but you don't see it happening through coinbase's exchange they buy it over the counter so you don't actually know how many bitcoin is still is still on the is is still available versus like what blackrock is buying and to me that's real sneaky bro because like why are these niggas mm-hmm. buying over the counter when they could just be like micro strategy right. and all these other fidelity and just letting people know what you're buying so that seems real shaky to me but again y'all niggas can keep keep playing BlackRock Fidelity and JP Morgan the three biggest asset managers in the world are all buying Bitcoin so y'all ain't gotta pay attention to it but I'm just saying like rich folks don't do shit for no reason so alright but let's get to this next one here real quick cause uh this one here is uh interesting to say the least. It says, um, "Am I the asshole for for suggesting that my husband hires a maid instead of me staying home? My husband and I both work full time. He recently got a promotion. And he now makes twice what I do. Since he got the promotion, he has been pressuring me to quit my job and be a full time housewife. The reason that my husband is into this idea is because that would make my would make me responsible for all cooking and cleaning. Right now, we split chores evenly since we work both similar hours, and I like that arrangement." My husband is not a fan. He hates having to do chores around the house. I admit that I would love to not have to work, but the trade-off of being offered is not appealing to me. I suggested that my husband use some of the extra income to hire a maid service and that neither, neither of us would have to do the chores. He accused me of just wanting to coast off of his money without doing anything and has been annoyed all morning that I suggested. Am I the asshole? The I ain't bringing another female in my house, so I'll, I'll clean. I'm good. What? <laughs> I don't know about all that. Like that's that's just being ridiculous. <laughs> that's just being, I ain't bringing no female in my being house. Being ridiculous. She likely 
<laughs> she likely ain't even gonna be like you know saying drop dead no, gorgeous no, so. I'm being funny. I, I don't honestly though I really don't see I mean if I had the option my husband makes two three times of what I make and he's to ask me or telling me asking me if I can stay home like I'm a worker I've always been a worker and I like my independency but I ain't gonna lie it'd be nice to take a break from work especially with the shit I've been going through Yeah, cleaning the house and what I've been going through for the past year I'll choose a house I've always thought of this though, like <clears throat> being a stay-at-home parent got to be boring as shit. <laughs> it's got to be oh, really yeah, fucking is. boring, dog. Oh, so, like, because oh, yeah. Trish already especially told me, don't like, especially when you don't like kids. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Damn. Always, though. Always. Damn. But Trish has already told me that, like, even if, like, you know, we eventually get to that level, she wouldn't want to stay home because, like, it's boring. Like, you know, what I'm saying Not she was waiting. Time, she was waiting like, to get I back would to work. Do something. Yeah, she's been waiting to get back to work since having told you. Like, you know, saying just mm-hmm. sitting in this house all day. That's so that I just find it interesting because I wonder if you were to put out a poll, how many women would be open to that? Like if you if you know, given today's modern woman, you know what I'm saying, are there's uh, we absolutely know there are women who are still looking for that traditional role. But it's also a lot of women looking for a traditional role, but ain't trying to do traditional things. <laughs> like, Actually, I, mis- so. I misunderstood though. Is she wanting to stay at home and still get no, the no, maid? No, she's she saying, still wants to work. Yeah, she's saying she, because she made a comment in there that he's annoyed that she just wants to coast off his money without doing anything. Yeah, that's what Ooh. that's what he, that's because I'm saying she wouldn't be paying for the maid. He would. Well, nigga, now you. Oh, okay. You, I misunderstood can, when she said that. I was thinking she was wanting to stay at home and have the maid clean, and she just don't do nothing. My bad. Okay. How are y'all finances like? And and this is where I and this is where I feel like people don't really understand like life and shit. So if and and Trisha's job, Trisha's job is more difficult than mine, but yet I make more money. <laughs> like I think that like niggas feel like because they've reached a status and make certain money to like because your job is technically more important salary rise that like you work harder mm-hmm. nigga you don't work any harder right. bro <laughs> like right. you just made it to a level where you have the expertise in order to make great decisions business wise where you're provided a salary for that position so like mm-hmm. even if I was to run the place that like I work at now I know I would make well into six figures um but I still wouldn't be working any harder than I'm working now. I still get there from eight to five every day. It's not physically <laughs> intensive because I'm not a tech or anything. So it's like, wh- why? And again, their finances are separate, right? In this scenario, their finances mm-hmm. have to be separate, right? Because if you got one bank account, why would you give a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and yeah. nigga, why are you taking away money? And rather than paying a maid who clearly isn't going to cost as much as her salary. You know what I'm saying? That like that's, exactly. the sh- that's the shit that, that, that gets yeah. me, right? Like, it's it, I I never understand these arguments because that's to, extra money in the house. You want her to get rid of a whole ass salary just so she can stay home to clean a house and cook and then <laughs> and cook. You know, and she's all like, "This nigga trying to turn me into a seventies housewife, and I ain't trying to do that shit." You know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, I'm just I wonder. I'm back to my point. I wonder if you put out a poll, how many women would be up to for that though? To like actually take on a more, you'd be surprised. I feel like more. I, I feel like more women would want to do it versus once they have to do it. Because uh, me and Santi we were just trying to explain this shit when Sister was posting all them fucking 
uh, Poppy Don, Pastor Poppy Don as videos. Them niggas who, <laughs> them niggas who think like that traditionally, those patriarchal super, you know, saying them niggas back in the day, they didn't like raising a family and like being a family man. They wanted, it was, it was easier for them to work 60, 70 hours a week to pay for everything than have to work 40 hours a week, come home, also take care of the kids, share responsibilities and all that shit. They would rather work 60, 70 hours a week and then come home and be able to be free and do whatever they want because they paid all the bills, right? So like when, mm-hmm. so like when you take on this role, understand that when you want to go out on Friday night and he had to stay home and watch the kids, like, no, you can't because he take care of all the bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, since he pay all the bills, mm-hmm. your responsibilities are to raise the home. The kids are in the home. So that's, that's part of the responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got like a husband that don't think like that and he's going to be one of them rare people who pay for everything and then allow you to still have and a life. But most of them, what you want, yeah. most of them niggas don't think like that. And then that's where the shit gets downside. And then that's where, that's the reason why I think the number one, uh, did y'all see that video where the lady was like the number one person that gets like a divorce is a, is a housewife, the number one profession. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's why I think because you build resentment for the fact that like, yo, this nigga gets to have a life and I don't. And you don't. the reason like, why is because you, you chose that role. Exactly. Like I've, I've seen it firsthand, you know, with my best friend when, when, when she was married, you know, like we'll go like that one thing will stop me from doing the whole housewife thing. Cause I like my independence. Like I've been independent for so long I like making my own money, doing my own thing. I don't want to have to come to my husband, have to ask for anything or have to want for anything. You know what I'm saying? And, and I've seen it where, you know, a person got to ask, Hey, you know, uh, uh, can I, you know, get my nails done today or, you know, whatever, whatever, like, (laughs) You get what I'm saying? That's like, wild, I ain't boy. asking shit. I work my own job. Yeah. I'm going to show up at the nail salon and, and do my thing, as you can see. Like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I, I feel, like, that right there alone would bother me. Like, no. Yeah, I feel like if you were to take this role, you got to, you would have to absolutely be with somebody that is, you know what I'm saying, of a caring and nurturing type, regardless of the amount of money you make. And sometimes that's hard to find. And mm-hmm. most people that are like that is because they came from humble beginnings. A lot of these mm-hmm. niggas that's driven like that, that's super hardcore, they only think militantly and alpha like brain or whatever, right? Like, nigga, I lead this shit. You ask me for permission for everything. And that's the reason why Housewives is like the number one, you know what I'm saying, occupation of people who get divorces. So, but, you know, you live and you learn, right? So, there's that. Because you saying something? Yeah, we can't hear you. Oh uh, yeah, he's saying something we just can't hear. Yeah, Cuz might have been talking, but we can't hear <laughs> shit he's saying because Cuz don't have a table, so he's holding his mic, y'all, and the fucking cord keeps going out. Yeah, we still can't hear you. But uh, still but can't yeah, hear. Just... <laughs> nigga, nigga no, cord's fucked up. Go All right, we're just, gonna, we're just gonna keep it. We're just gonna keep it pushing <laughs> until Cuz gets it fixed. Are we? Are we back? <clears throat> oh shit, we still can. Oh, hello. Ah, oh, there you go. Uh, you just hello. Okay. Okay. No, I, was saying that. I was just agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get into this next one here. Let's go ahead and get into this cap of the week here. This is super cap. I don't care. Um, but I'm explaining to y'all why. This nigga says, My girlfriend never seems to wash before I give her oral. Uh, this comes by way of spiritual word. It says, I've noticed that every uh. t- every time I go down on my girlfriend that she's a bit ripe. I haven't bought I haven't bought <laughs> 
<laughs> I haven't brought it up yet because I don't want to hurt her feelings. But this morning she was really smelly. I don't mind it if she smells a bit funky. In fact, I like it. We were both really into it this morning. So I kept going because she was enjoying it so much. I feel like because I never mentioned it before, she must think I like it. But this nigga, you just okay. All right. Anyway, but this morning, you just said you liked it. <laughs> but this morning was extra pungent. She she has really big lips, and I've always noticed that she gets a bit gruely. But this morning, like stale piss and a bit like prawns. <laughs> I feel like it was kind of gross, but I was mega turned on. I'm not sure what to do. It seems kind of gross, but I'm still turned on by her so massively, and love giving her oral. If asked. I've asked her if she wanted to shower before we do it, but she prefers to shower and clean up after. It's a fair enough argument to me. She also says she gets aroused by her own scent, which I think is kind of hot, but I'm not sure if I feel dirty because I do it anyway. <sighs> nigga, so, so do you like it or not, nigga? <laughs> like, I don't know. That's why I'm confused. This shit is so... He say that like he kind of like it. Okay, well, she's thinking you like it, so... Does she think that? Or does she just not know how? Right. Because you be, let, let me explain you something, okay? All right. You don't Pussy know. smelling like ammonia and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you get in that motherfucker, it's definitely much more pungent than what you smell like up near your nose. So, in exactly. which case, okay. yeah. I'm saying, nigga, how, how I, again, maybe she knows he likes it, or, but I, I mean, she probably He's looking at the two sides of his mouth. He is like, nigga, do you like it or do you not? Like, exactly. Like, oh, he was just like all like, something that you say you like. He literally like, says, I don't it. mind it if she smells a bit funky. In fact, I like it. Okay, so maybe he, okay, to give him credit, so maybe he had like a little stink, but like she be real stink. But like, not, like she was <laughs> yeah. real, like she went over to crossing a line yeah. kind of thing. He like okay. a, he like a, I didn't been doing, I didn't been walking around for a few hours stink, but not. I've been on the treadmill all day, stink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's levels to this shit, man. I kind of get what you're saying because, like, I, I don't know. Sometimes pussy can't have like a, you know, what I'm saying like a, you know, like a scent to it, like an odor yeah. or whatever and stuff. Where it, it doesn't like smell bad, but it's like an odor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe he just likes that, like, pussy smelling odor. That, I, I'm like, saying this. There's definitely a. a been, a been out, it's definitely a been out all day and haven't watched it type of uh, a smell to it. But then there's a whoo like bro. Yeah. Like so I'm saying is he is he getting that fishy smell when he get down there or Yeah, right, exactly. Because bro, you you nasty. I mean, there's, levels, there's levels to it. <laughs> yes, that's that's nasty, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I get down there and I get hit with a wolf of fish, I'm getting the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, no, no. like bro. No. Like, no, I'm not this joint dog. So if it don't if it don't smell or taste like water, I ain't in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, yo, bro, I mean, don't get me wrong in the heat of the moment sometimes you just gotta like make shit rock but that don't mean you gotta like accept anything you know what I'm saying be like oh no <laughs> like, I, I, would, I don't care how much your ass enjoying it if I'm down there gagging like my nigga you need to yeah, bro <laughs> and, and how about you encourage her by taking a shower first as well my nigga just you know, you know I'm gonna take a shower before we get all into it you know what I'm saying wanna come join me no nah, no nah, I'm good no nah, you you might wanna <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any other way to bring it up, dog. <laughs> like, how else do you start in the shower and then we finish in the bed? How about that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Uh, but yeah, shout out to my guy. Uh, but yeah, this is Capital Week because one, why would you take this shit to, to Facebook? This is clearly where he took this shit. 
So this is Correct. a post on Facebook. And so his girl would see it and everyone would know it was his girl. So nigga, you decided mm. to take this shit to social media rather than address it with your girl. I, yo, facts though. If this was my dude, it's over. But that's what I be saying. Really? Like, it, it, it can be you real, bro. embarrassing that is? It did is, bro. Like, no our shit. friends like, aren't seeing this. Yeah. And they know who your girl is. And I get a text message later that day. So I'm like, bitch, did you not see what such and such posted today? Like, relationship over. We're married. We're at the court. We, we getting too far. <laughs> I'm saying we out of this motherfucking thing. We are and me, I'm a, and me, I'm an asshole. So if I saw that, and let's say that's one of my friends, and I know his girl, I'm just gonna text her and be like, "Yo, you smelling a little ripe today? You good? Oh, damn! I just want to make you sure. Oh, this nigga here, dog. You is messy. This nigga. You need to stop. <laughs> this guy here, dog. <laughs> I'm about Carlos. I'm be like, oh, you didn't see the post? Oh yeah, yeah go peek that. Uh, your man said you was a little ripe. The other day, cuz gonna, sure. gonna get somebody shot. That's his problem. He's gonna get somebody shot. Nigga, he's gonna get shot. Nigga. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get into this final topic here, real quick, before we douse up out of here. So, my topic is I had no other way of like wording this, but like, is cute stalking still okay? Um, so I had, I had actually been meaning to talk about this because I've seen this like, I forgot what movie I was watching, but The Breakfast Club actually did like, you know, one of them little, it's, fake skits where you know they they had a dude who called in and said you know he had been going to like this gas station every day to go see this young lady and you know when they called her up and you know it's like shoot your shot or whatever and he he told her you know uh you know i want you to shine she was like who's this oh you that nigga to come in every day no that's creepy and so i'm wondering because back in the day it was considered cute or, you know, cute saying innocent to, to like, you know, show up at McDonald's every day just to buy a coffee to see a girl or to show up at a gas station every day and buy like a stick of gum, even though you didn't need it to like just to see the girl. Right. Because, you know, eventually mm-hmm. you was going to want to shoot your shot, but, you know, you want to kind of build a rapport for first. So my question is, is, is this shit still OK today, though? Can you still like? I don't think so. I don't think so, right? I don't think it's okay for males. But for females, I think cute stalking can still be cool. Like, because males that don't sucks, really right? like. That shit hella <laughs> sucks, man. Oh, shit, cuz breaking up. Uh, Female these days is going to be like, nah, nigga. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're breaking up there, cuz. But yeah, I, I don't know where you were going. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Okay. Nah, like yeah, I mean you can't do that shit as a male, but as a female, you. That's can, what I'm so. saying. So like, uh, a girl who is feeling a dude right can do that shit. You know what I'm saying every day, and it won't get bad. But if it'll kind of be cute, right? Because if she TikTok it and like document it, niggas don't think that shit's cool. I I still think to a certain extent, a man could get away with it, but it has to work out. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Like it cannot yeah, not work she out. Has to be into you. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> if she's not into you, you it's gonna be considered creepy, and that's the fucked up part about it, right? Because if 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 she's not into you, if if she is into you, everybody gonna be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? He needs every day. That's how you woo a girl. If not, yeah, you gonna get a bunch of feminists talking about how like, yo, you don't need to be out there, you know what I'm saying? Stalking people, <laughs> let people live their life. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have everybody like, nigga, either shoot your shot or don't. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. It's wild to me because I was just thinking like, yo, like not even that too long ago. I think in the 2000s, this would have been okay. Maybe even like 2010s. Uh But today, there's no way you can get away with that shit. 
Nigga, nah. you you might get arrested. You know what I'm saying? On site, nigga. And like what's crazy, you know what I'm saying? What's crazy, um, uh, me, uh, me and my brother had this conversation before where basically, um, we were like talking about how like it like with females, if a female is into you, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever, physically, you know, good looks, whatever. If she's into you, you can damn near get away with anything and say anything. If she's not, then everything you do or say, and you could be innocent. It could come off as weird, strange, ill, he's a creep, all this stuff like that because she's not into you. But if she was into you and she already was like, oh my God, he's so fine, blah, blah, blah. And you come up and you like, hey, what's up, girl? You know what I'm saying? You start, you, you know what I'm saying? You can talk reckless to her, but it's like, how would you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like a woman will be probably cool with like you being like aggressive to her or whatever and stuff. You know, things that are not, you're, you're not supposed to do society today you can get away with it if she's into you but if she ain't into you and you coming on to her strong then it's like uh he a creep he's sexually harassing me it, it turns from sexual harassment real quick to like oh my god he's so fine and he wants me and i want him so it's like but but i'm like in the club too you know what i'm saying like just grab females and stuff yeah. like you know what I'm saying if i grab female in the club or i grab ass and I, I come on to her if she's been looking at me or she's already like into me or whatever and stuff, I could probably get away with that shit. But if, she, but if I'm not a guy that she could get away, you know what I'm saying? That she's not interested in. Oh, hell no. She's slapping the shit out of me real quick. I'll tell you right now, I don't care how fine you are. You touch my ass. I'm, I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think 99%, 95% of women now you get away with that shit. That's like a I'm 5% tired. women thing. Maybe grabbing an arm if she's into you, you know what I'm saying? Thing, Possibly. If you grab my ass. I don't care how fine you are. <laughs> yeah, Man, I, don't, I don't know you. You getting decked in the face. I don't go to enough clubs anymore but like yeah I don't, I don't know if like if, if women really out here letting niggas still grab asses and shit like I don't know about that one <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's, that's a stretch on that one there like don't get me wrong I, I, I definitely see if you cute and she feeling you can maybe like grab her arm and maybe like touch her on her shoulder or even like you know come up put your arm around her and shit like you might be able to get away with that especially like if she is feeling you and I definitely agree but here's my here's here's where I would counteract that because since you don't know, that's probably why you shouldn't be doing it. You know right, what I'm exactly. saying? <laughs> like, exactly. so it's, it's exactly. like, because we all have certain levels of comfort, right? And that's where that shit comes into play. Because, you know, um, if, if, if someone is feeling you, then if you, if you ask, then they will let you do it anyway. But since you don't know, then that means that it's probably not appropriate, right? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, I kind of understand that. I kind of understand that shit, but, that's really just a that's really just about you know what I'm saying respecting boundaries. So since you don't know what a person's boundaries is, you can't really do that shit. Just like you know some, just like in sex, some women gonna allow you to do some shit, and some women gonna tell you, yo, uh, no, you need to chill yeah, out, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's just like depending on how into you she is, you know what I'm saying she might you know go all the way to the wall, and then if she not all the into you, she gonna be all like you know I just you know I let them yep. you know what I'm saying do a little missionary, but then I'm getting the fuck up out of there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Same so thing with you know what I'm saying same yeah. thing with guys who can hit on the first night, and yeah. then guys who can't hit on the first night. It's just like she'll let you hit on the first night because she probably was into you already, so yeah. she'll let you hit. But if she ain't and you try to come on to her, she gonna be like, "Ugh, this nigga is aggressive. <laughs> He's sexually <laughs> harassing me and raping me and shit." It's just like, damn. But if I was Chris Brown, it probably wouldn't be like that. While we while we on that subject here, real quick, while we on that subject here, let me ask you something. Okay, so on a one night stand, cuz are you eating the cheeks? Are you licking the cheeks? <laughs> you pause. <laughs> you pause. Yeah, I think I'm pause. 
Oh, that's nasty, dog. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga tossing salad <laughs> on a one night stand. They're gonna say yeah, I that's would. Nasty, I ain't dog. <laughs> Uh, I would. Oh my god! Oh my god, dog! I pray to God I don't ever drink after this nigga. Went down. Yes. Nigga be like, "Hey, cuz, try this beer." No, nigga, go get me a, go buy me a new, a new glass, nigga. I said it before. Oh my god. Whenever my cousin come to visit me, he will have a designated cup. And that is the cup you use your whole stay here. Oh my and then when you leave, I'm burning the bitch and throwing it away. Oh my God. That nigga paused. Because you eating the chicks on the, on the front one night. You don't know the chick. Hmm. <laughs> I had to pause it because I was all like, I wanted to say yes real quick. Oh, damn. Like, Bruh. <laughs> Yo, man. Oh, oh, man. I needed that laugh. Oh, we had to end on that shit, man. Woo. Okay, all right, cuz shout out to you, man. You know what I'm saying for keeping it a buck. You know what I'm saying because like you know, yeah, I, 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 you know what? Yeah, I eat some cheese, hey, man. Okay, all right. Well, Ugh. nasty ass nigga. Well, if you made it this far. <laughs> We appreciate you for kicking it this week. Make sure you click that uh, follow button on Apple Podcasts. You can also visit us at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com to submit all those double listening letters. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign off. It's your boy, Imperator Rose. And it's your girl, Ash. And it's that dude, Code Theory. We out.